Hello, everyone. Today, we are discussing founders, family, foundations, funding, and Filipinos, as we try to weave together three connected streams of content and interest to TK. Our founders, family, the Carl Scheuss, the TK Foundation, and some of the great community work supporting our Philippines community. Wish me luck. Let's start um, here. One of the things I learned about my dad was that he was a very generous man through the TK Foundation. After his passing, he gave the lump sum of his wealth to the TK Foundation in order to make a difference in the marine community. He had his own hopes and dreams and was so passionate about shipping that he was able to build TK to what it is today. That is Yumi Karlshoi the Vancouver-born youngest daughter of TK founder, Torben Karlshoi. But hey, she can introduce herself. My father was TK's founder, Torben Karlshoi, who passed away at the age of 50 in 1992. My name is Yumi Karlshoi, and I'm the youngest of Torben's four daughters, but I'm the only one who never got to meet him. I should maybe explain that Torben sadly died before Yumi was born. Consequently, and unsurprisingly, she grew up somewhat removed from the business and the shipping industry. However, fortuitously for me, a few years ago, I was able to offer Yumi a few weeks of work experience in the Vancouver office, and I set her a task to find out more about her mercurial father. I had the opportunity to explore his legacy for myself. During my five weeks at TK, I got the opportunity to speak to people who knew Torben the best, now we'll come back sometime to what she found out about her dad from those who knew him best. TK titans like ex-CEO Bjorn Muller, Mads Meldgaard, and Mr. TK himself, David Glendinning. So that showed a very, another side of your dad. You know, people saw him as strong, um, enigmatic, you know, driven, but there was a very soft side of your dad as well that really cared for people. Yes, Torben really cared for people and hold that thought throughout this episode as we will see how it got played out after his death. But for a minute or two, I want a segue. Let's discuss money, money, money. What does it mean to be a company? What is TK's end purpose? Is it to deliver shareholder value? Well, it sure is a major driver, and not always easy to do. We are asking colleagues to drive a direct line of sight from their work to this shareholder outcome. Must work hard to pay shareholder quarterly distributions. Within TK, that is actually quite an easy connection to make, because one of those shareholders, our biggest by far, funds a charitable foundation as a personal legacy of TK's founder, Torben Karlshoi. Say hello to the TK Foundation that Yumi mentioned at the top of the show. As a caveat, and in my best lawyer's voice, let me say that hereto with and henceforward, unless otherwise clarified, the TK Foundation is not owned by, controlled by, funded by TK Corporation. The two are quite distinct. When you hear corporation, it means TK, the company. When you hear foundation, it means the TK Foundation, 
quite distinct from the company. And it is this distinction that has historically meant that we just don't talk about the foundation and its work. However, happily, that has changed in the last few years and TK's partnership with the TK Foundation is something we love to share. Therefore, foundation will do the scholarship program where incorporation will give the employment. So therefore, the concept is enrollment to employment. So I, I told them. That's Alex Virchez, head of the TK Manila office and the connection point between the foundation and the company in the Philippines. Alex will fill us in on the details of the current projects underway in a few minutes and more about what is happening in TK Philippines on another episode. But back to how we got here. Let me explain. When Torben Karlshoi died, TK was a private company. Ownership of TK passed to various family trusts, such that once TK went public, its major shareholder was one of these trusts, and it remains that to this day. Moreover, the income generated by this trust from its ownership in TK and other investments then funds the TK Foundation. More about the foundation and its good work on its website, thetkfoundation.org. That's the, T-H-E, letter T, letter K, foundation.org. Since its inception, the foundation has awarded over $46 million in grants to non-profit organizations and projects to improve the maritime realm and the lives of disadvantaged youth. Yay! $46 million! Let's go back again even further in order to go forward. Back to Torben's thought process about how to help others less fortunate than himself. We'll let Art Cody explain. Art was one of TK's early employees who ended up as managing director of TK Bahamas. In more recent years, in his retirement, he's played a key role in the establishment and running of the TK Foundation. He was focusing in on two aspects. One was the maritime side, um, and he thought that it'd be great to, uh, to help uh, provide funds for research on the maritime side and to expand the knowledge on the maritime side as well. But also to maintain a focus on the health, uh, safety and welfare of the seafarers. And he had a passion about that. <laughs> and uh, that was something that we've carried over. His other passion was to assist young people that were disadvantaged get a start in life. And they, um, I think that emanated from the fact that he had such a hard time starting up his business. Uh, the resources uh, were not necessarily ready, readily available. And so he thought that there's going to be a lot, or there are a lot of young folk in the same situation. And he thought that it would be great if in the future some provision could be made for assisting uh, disadvantaged youth get a start in life, whether through education, through employment, uh, whatever, or helping them establish a business. Uh, 
So this all resulted, as you know now, in the TK Foundation. And we have those main focuses in sight, <laughs> both of them, and we concentrate on, on carrying out his legacy in that respect. So, yeah. And so here we are. Now, let's apply what we've learned to a particular location. The TK Foundation work in the Philippines is long-standing. They have been providing scholarships for disadvantaged youth through organizations like the Propeller Club for many years, as Jesper Karlshoi discovered a while back. I arrived in Manila a couple of days ago, and although the city is vibrant and alive, it's clear that a large number of people struggle every day to make ends meet. So it's a joy to see a social initiative like the Propeller Club of Manila. And the Propeller Club provides uh, maritime education for young men and women. And besides providing an industry-targeted education, the children at the, at the school is also taught math and English and other life essential subjects. And lastly, the Propeller Club provides boarding houses as well as food for the children. All of these children that attend the, the, the program come from uh, impoverished families and consequently many of them are, besides receiving an education of course, are extremely happy to have a nice bed to sleep in every night and to never go hungry to bed. Today one of the Propeller Club's former students told me that because he started working on board a ship he was able to put three of his siblings through college. It really is uplifting to see how a little help spreads like rings and water. And the Propeller Club does not only affect the people or the students who attend their programs, but the students' families are affected as well. When these children start earning proper salaries, they're able to lift their families out of poverty. Consequently, through education, you actually see families in the Philippines develop little by little. These last couple of days, I've learned that the Propeller Club is very focused on providing these children with a very extensive theoretical and practical foundation so that they are prepared for a life at sea. This means that they will have a broad understanding of a subject, for example the job as a fitter or a cook. They will then gain experience within that subject when they start their practical education in a restaurant in Manila or dry dock in the Philippines. And lastly, the Propeller Club is structured in a way so that it meets industry requirements and ultimately it means that almost all of these children have a job waiting for them as soon as they finish their education at the Propeller Club. Jesper is a Danish nephew of Torben's. Jesper documented some of the great work of the TK Foundation in a set of videos a couple of years ago. I think his trip to Manila really impacted and impressed him, and so it should. Jesper goes on to state that the Propeller Club has assisted 400 students, and the TK Foundation has been a proud supporter since 2008. This idea that the support of one young person to help them up is like a raindrop in water is lovely. Its ripple effect brings with it a family and a community. It's very powerful. Alex and the TK Manila team have taken some of these Propeller Club graduates into TK. And this kick-started a conversation between 
the corporation and the foundation on a new initiative called Future Leaders Program, which is set to deliver as the next stage of the TK Foundation's work in the Philippines. Another of Torben's daughters, Susan, explains the initiative. So the Future Leaders Program is exactly that crux of maritime and youth that we're looking for. Young people from poorer backgrounds, less advantaged backgrounds are being offered this world-class education where they will be prepared to go into the maritime industry and be very competitive. The TK Foundation and TK Corporation partnered to sponsor the Future Leaders Program. So it's a full cycle program from enrollment to employment. Students are now guaranteed a job after graduation to receive a real-life work experience and not just any experience but sailing on board TK vessels. You may recognize the second voice on that piece to be Alex Verchez again, representing the TK Corporation perspective. Susie, meanwhile, is the managing director of the TK Foundation, heading up all those goodwill initiatives. She's a very humble and low-profile person. No fuss, no bother. But if you ever get to meet her, she will enthusiastically share about the good work delivering on her dad's noble aims. What will this deliver out the other end after the four-year program of study? Well, Gilbert Maturan, our Manila training manager, has the answer. A long-term pipeline of supply for officers. We're going to have okay, very competitive officers, qualified to man the sophisticated, technologically advanced ships that we have in TK. Uh, would you like to meet some of those future officers? You should, because they're an impressive bunch of young people. People like Ronaling Pastafidi, who we met on a previous episode discussing the women of TK and who I will be very happy to work for one day when she's running the world. I'm excited. I'm excited of the future. I'm excited to see myself in the future. I will not limit myself to be one of the competent uh, officer of TK. I will let myself be one of the leader who will lead uh, TK to success. Now, please meet James Elvinia. My experience here at school is so challenging and every time I go to my classes, I feel so excited because I know I will learn a new thing, I will learn new knowledge that I can apply once I go on board. I want to be an officer because my, I want to help my family first and foremost. I want to support my family that my father has to stop working and will just rest at home. My dad has been a chief cook for almost nine years. He, he is only a high school graduate and he has to take a risk to, go, to work overseas because if he did not work overseas, ma'am, I will not be here. When I go on board, I look forward that I will experience the TK way of handling ships because I know that TK prioritizes safety and I will be safe there. This kind of commitment to family is so prevalent in conversations with our Filipino colleagues. And that family connection is really prevalent when you visit the TK Manila office. There are usually children and family members there, as well as seafarers, checking in with Marine HR, seeing how we can help each other. It's an amazing sight and an incredible commitment, as Alex Verchez shares. 
when you work in the marine HR, uh, it is not just about seafarers, meaning whatever you do to the seafarers, it affects their family. So therefore, it is an extended, in particular, the Filipino, uh, Filipino uh, family ties. So it is extended up to the aunties or up to the grandparents. So, so it, it affects them because uh, also to their uh, relatives because uh, as I've said, we deliver service to the seafarers and their families. So we do have lots of activities to the families uh, aside from entertaining them when they are in the office. But of course, we do some sports best to promote health and wellness. Then we do have this uh, Halloween party, and then we do have the family, seafarers family Christmas party. Mm -hmm. So these are the things that... Uh, You've heard uh, of the concept that it takes a village to raise a child. In scratching the surface of what we're up to with these initiatives, with these partners, and with these families, you can see a virtuous cycle underway, bringing the community forward, bringing the company forward, bringing Torben's vision to fruition all supported by us doing our day-to-day -day operational work, the company being successful, the shareholders getting their dividend payments, money that feeds the foundation, that brings us back full circle to giving others a hand up. I suppose um, when you have this underlying podcast theme of meeting people around TK doing good work, you know, people like us who do things like this, that in one way, the Carl Scheu family are not really people like us. They are the family, capitalized. Yet one-to-one, -one, they're just like you and I, hardworking, hopeful, committed, and full of spirit. And we cannot discuss the Carl Scheu's without mentioning the current patriarch, Axel, recently retired from the board after 25 years, but still very much engaged about the company. Just shake his hand to understand the robustness of his character. Just before he retired, when he was asked about what would one thing be that he would want people to know about the TK board, this was his immediate and straightforward reply. So if there's one thing that you'd want employees to know about the board, what would it be? That they are always looking out for the employees. And let me tell you what I mean about that. When uh, the Philippines had a hurricane and a lot of homes got ruined, I called Sean Day and I said, Sean, we need to do something for these people. And uh, we did through the trust and also each board member gave money so their homes could be rebuilt. And I'm very, very proud of stuff like that. We raised $218,118 in that fundraising drive between the board, the trust and staff, that time supporting 86 of our Filipino colleagues and their families after Super Typhoon Yolanda barreled through the Visayas region of the Philippines in 2013. <laughs> Who are working with DK, uh, we consider as DK family. That's uh, Alex's voice again, talking via speakerphone with the families of those affected by that typhoon when they were invited into our Manila office to learn about the help we could offer them. I love how he includes those present as part of the TK family. Yes, 
Jesper talked about it, remember, like a drop of rain into water, ripples spreading out, allowing students like James to support his family. Art Cody talked about Torben's passion to help others get ahead. David Glendening confirmed something about our founder at the very beginning, that he cared, remember? You held that thought, right? All these pointers reminds me of a conversation I had with a now-retired Filipino seafarer who began working at TK back in the day, in the times of Torben. He told me once, I'm away from my family, but I'm home on my vessel. I'm working for TK, for the success of TK, and for the success of my family. TK is where I belong. And I tell you, when he spoke, I believed. And what about you? How do you find that belonging, wherever you work? And is it enough? So in this episode, I've tried to intertwine some of the weighty shadows that exist here, that we come from somewhere in Torben's vision, that we have purpose to do good work that funds more good work through the TK Foundation, and that we have our own community motivations in this episode through the lens of our Filipino colleagues. I'm not certain I've succeeded, and if not, 1,000 apologies. I was probably trying too hard. If you do get it, then you will also probably share the feeling that being part of TK is a possibility to experience a beautiful ecosystem. It's not unique to us, but it's certainly unusual and to me, special. The TK family, the Carl Scheuers, the trust, the foundation, the company, the staff, our families together. If you have recommendations for who we should include in the podcast, Please let me know. Everyone has a story to tell. People like us who do things like this. Cheerio.